What's up, everybody? I'm April. Hi, that's your boy, Josh. And we are Sister, Sister Wife Secrets. Yeah. Coming to you live from Salt Lake City, Utah. Oh, one, baby. And we are here not to talk about Sister Wives series, but a bunch of stuff that has been circling around the internet for a few weeks now. There's been a lot going on, so we just wanted to touch base with you guys, go over some of the stuff that we're hearing, and kind of voice some facts, opinions, and speculations, yeah? Well, my first speculation is that all these rumors are leaks by TLC. They leaked it to the magazines, they leaked to all the people. To make us think that all this stuff is going to go on, so that way we watch the next season. I, 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 okay, I agree with you. I feel like there is some TLC plugs happening. Um, also, yeah, Cody and Mary posting their thing, and we'll get into that a, in a little while. But first, we want to talk about Peyton and his little interview, right? Peyton. 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 <laughs> It's Peyton. If you listen to the YouTube videos that have like a, um, uh, I don't know, it's like a computer reading off, oh, yeah. and they, they say Peyton. <laughs> That's funny. Peyton Brown. Peyton. <laughs> Peyton Brown, the strip club bouncer. <laughs> He wishes. I am a strip club bouncing <laughs> professional. That's no, that's his job. He works at a strip club. Oh, does he really? Yeah, I oh, heard I missed that. It was a long interview. It's a three-hour interview. I have to say, I didn't. I, know. I mean, I couldn't it's, it's, stay awake through the whole thing. It's funny, guys. We each heard different parts. We each fell asleep <laughs> to different parts. So we each got I a mean, bunch of different information. On. Yeah, he works at a strip club up in Ogden. Oh well, good for in Ogden. Yeah, that's where he says he lives. Since when does he live in I don't know. Ogden? Who don't live in Ogden? Such a nasty that town. That is dude. awful. Okay. Sorry, if anybody that listens to us that lives in Ogden, but yeah. it's the on pit of Utah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, okay, there's fun things about Ogden. But, Name one thing. Um, well, I fly. They have an I fly there. What is I fly? Indoor skydiving. Oh yeah, see, I didn't even know about that. No, pots. I've like I've gone, I've seen rap shows in Ogden. There's some hot pots up there. Pretty cool. Hot pots are fun. Yes, I love the hot pots in Ogden Canyon. I've gone to the mall out there. Oh, that's just mad ghetto. It is kind of ghetto. I mean, I don't know. I don't want to offend anybody that lives out there. Yeah. Um, but I lived there once, and all you could smell is dog food because they have a big dog food factory there, and the whole city smells like dog food. I did notice that, like you know, when you first pull into Ogden, it is. Like, very old school town and then tons of factories off to the side. But So, fun fact, Ogden, and I know this, is the only city in Utah or the only town that wasn't settled by the Mormons. I can see that. It was settled by the railroad company. They I were can when they see were that. building the railroads through America. Yeah, there's that's lots why, of railroads there. Yeah, yeah I can that's, see that. That's, yeah, the Union Station's there. But yeah. that's why it was um, so rough, like, back in the day. Like, it was, like, they had, there was uh, a bar there. That was owned by Al Capone, and it has like secret tunnels that go underneath Shut Ogden. Up. Yeah, that's a true story. That's I know this. pretty yeah, cool. That's pretty cool. All right, go. So Al Ogden is pretty gangster. It that, is that gangster. is pretty gangster. But it's freaking smells like dog food. There we go. So it sucks. <laughs> no offense to my dogs, but I wouldn't eat you guys' food. But I'm sorry. So Peyton had a lot to say. Gwendolyn fires back. There's stuff going on around the internet about Robin and her ex-husband. There's stuff about um, Mary and Cody splitting up, like you mentioned. Janelle, there's stuff going on with her. Like, there's a lot of stuff happening. 
So we felt ne- it's necessary for us to chime in. I know, we can't I can't wait to it. hear all the stuff you get to tell us. Yes, I've got lots to talk about. So I think let's just get on with yeah, let's do what, it. what I found, okay? All right, here we go. Okay, so in regards to Peyton's interview, um, he, okay, they, they ask him if Robin's actually ever shed a tear which is funny because he says no, she hasn't. That he knows of, knows of it. Like she puts on, she fake cries. But then he goes on to say, "All women fake cry." I don't really agree with his statement. I don't think all women do that. Yeah, he got a little bigoted there in some yeah. thing, couple parts in this interview. There's a few times where he's crossed the line, which un- understandably why Gwen fired back at him, and we'll get into that a little more later. Well, he does take a little bit after his dad. I mean, yeah. I mean, he's even talking crap about his mom in this interview, which he hasn't done previously in other interviews. He's only said nice things about her. So maybe she's mad at him for working at the strip club. I don't know. Either that or for doing these interviews. Or maybe doing the interviews, yeah. Um, so anyway, let's before I lose my train of thought, one of the guests on, or one of the hosts on this podcast asked Peyton, um, you know, in the tell-all, Cody says that people don't understand the sacrifices that Robin has made <laughs> in order for her to become favored by him, right? Right. And so they ask Peyton, do you know of any sacrifices that she's actually made? And he goes on to say, not really. I mean, like, she she found a man that was becoming rich that was willing to take care of her and her kids. Right. Like, and this is where, I mean, he says more than that, you know, you know, he goes on to say like, you know, sh- her kids moved from a place that they didn't want to be to a place where they started to like it. And then from there to a place where they really started to like it, where she was actually able to buy a home and then to another place where she owns the largest home she's ever owned. Right. All right. So she hasn't really made a lot of sacrifices. Yeah, obviously. And she hasn't really ever worked. My sister wife's closet was never really successful. Other than that, you know, other than her writing, she's never really had a job. But what I wanted to bring up is something that I found on the internet was Robin apparently... Okay, so her husband, her ex-husband, filed for divorce against her in 2007. Uh And she met Cody in 2009. And they started as they say in 2009 right well robin's divorce wasn't finalized until 2009 well i'm just a religious man huh well can't marry anybody until like you know she was like courting him unless you're still married that's correct that's against his rules against their whole all of their religious beliefs right um and you know her ex-husband was the one that like divorced her so it makes me Wonder if she wasn't holding on to him, hoping that maybe one day they could work it out until she heard, she caught wind of Cody and his TV show. So she had talked to her friends about how she wanted to be on TV or be famous or whatever. We all saw her little dance (laughs) (laughs) debut from the 80s. That was was her uh, demo. Yeah. (laughs) So... Rumor has it that has she it. caught wind of Cody being on the show and she put herself in way to meet Cody so she could be on the show. And that's when she decided, okay, I'm going to finalize my divorce papers because she knew Cody would not go further with her, obviously, until she was completely divorced. 
Well, Robin, you wanted to be on TV, and this is what you get for it. Well, and I think she's probably perfectly happy with the way everything has gone, right? She's- yeah, I don't know, man. She can't be happy with the way how all of us feel about her. She tr- thought she could trick America and make us all think that she was sweet and innocent, but we all see the truth, and that's the thing that really... She screwed up. She didn't get on TV in the right way, and her karma kicked her in the ass. That's something else I heard. You know, there's there people are, are noticing a lot of her lies, her contradictions. Another person did say that she feels like she can trick the general public easily, which she might have been doing for a short period of time, um, but it didn't last. I don't. I, maybe a little bit, but or maybe some people. But I think the majority of us are pretty smart. Enough to think that Robin's just full of shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess what I'm trying to say by that is in the beginning, she didn't seem... This evil. ...so malicious, right? She seemed as if she did sort of care about the family. I mean, there's there's spots where you can obviously see that she didn't, you know, like with the whole wedding dress thing, right. um the flaunting the whole, the whole big wedding in yeah, front of everybody. Yeah, wanting to get spaces. married again when they when she got the real wedding and all Correct. that. Correct. Yeah, marriage. when Mary decides to divorce Cody so she can get married to him, she wants to have this huge wedding so everybody is aware, hey, he's my husband now. You know what I mean? Like um but there's been signs, telltale signs of course throughout the years where she obviously did not respect the family. But she was able to kind of put on that sweet, innocent act. Do you know what I'm saying? But now it's to the point where nobody sees the sweet and innocent. It's just all malicious, right? Yeah, we can all tell that she's just nothing but a contrived psycho. And I just think that everything has gone her way. Okay, do you remember this psycho picture that she created Uh -uh. after Cody um, adopted her children? She created this really awful, ugly, scary photo. She photoshopped her kids as little kids sitting on a ver- like Cody's lap when he was younger. Oh, that was creepy. As if he had always been there. That was creepy. I didn't realize this until today that she had used a picture of Cody with Christine's children that- and had removed Christine's children and put... Her children in the photo. I that, did not realize. Are you that. serious? Yes. That is part of my language. Fucked up. How fucked up that is, is that? F- crazy, dude. Crazy. No and way. You didn't tell me that. I just learned it today. I did dude, not realize. She is that's contrived. What she did. I remember that picture was. I thought that picture was creepy. If, Robin, you're an does. asshole. Mm-hmm. You're an asshole, Robin. And this is you deserve the kind of attention that you're getting. Exactly. Like, dude, don't anybody feel bad for this woman? No. She is a contrived psychotic human being terrible human being absolutely awful homewrecker there's rumors that cody has gone to south america to find another bride i don't know how true that is <laughs> i wouldn't be surprised i wouldn't be su- well I anything don't know. for ratings right i know right he might be scrambling for ratings i don't know but you did hear robin in the tell-all say that oh yeah i could see myself telling him we should find another wife but i also feel it's disrespectful because this all went so badly I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't think right. that. I think if anything happens, Robin's going to divorce Cody and move on and take, take him, him for, for everything, everything he has. That's that's what's going to happen. That'd be so funny. Um, there's also rumors that the other wives are lawyering up to get alimony from him, but that's been proven uh, to be false. They're not doing me. that. They should. I think that Janelle should. I'm really angry that Janelle has walked away with nothing, and I hope that this upcoming season proves different i hope we get to see that they pay her off for coyote pass or at least buy her a house 
or something because she used all of her money. Okay, remember back yeah. in um, when they were trying to get the homes in Vegas and they couldn't because Robin had a bunch of debt, That's right? right. She had, but yeah, they all had to use their money to get Robin a house. Well, she the debt she had was a bunch of Victoria's Secret debt, credit cards. That's ridiculous. Um, Janelle and Mary, I believe, paid this debt off for her. She had a Victoria's Secret habit. She had uh-huh. bill. I wonder how much money she owed them. It was like ten thousand dollars. How do you she owed end up owing ten racks to Victoria's Secret? Secret? I don't insane. know. But um, and this is little Miss Virtue who sat right. in church one day and cried about how she gave her virtue away to a man that begged for it, and she should have saved it for the right one. And God's gonna bring me a little brown-haired boy. But she's racking up this credit card bill for lingerie you know like whatever robin right, yeah um but anyway the truth so always comes out man since janelle paid off her debt so she could buy a house and then they also depleted the family resources so she could buy another house right so she could follow her son to freaking college which we knew which we said and which, we which Peyton in this interview yeah. confirmed was true we knew that, man. We they, nailed that one. We they, nailed a bunch of these. Mm-hmm. I know. Listening to Peyton, I felt so justified. I was like, right. everything that we've been saying, he's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, yep. they did move check, to Flagstaff check, check. because Peyton got into college. Not Peyton. Or not Peyton. Dayton. I'm sorry. Dayton got into college. And um, it's not Dayton's fault. It's Robin's fault. Right. We shouldn't hate on Dayton. But, um. Yeah, so anyway, since Janelle paid off this shit for Robin and has helped her buy two homes, Robin owes Janelle something. If I mean, if Cody doesn't, Robin at least does. That's all I'm saying. You know, like, Robin should give her some goddamn money and help her buy a house. She better, man. That's like that. that, Like, yeah, she definitely owes her. Yeah, I mean, she basically stole her life from her, so she should definitely... Yeah. some of it back. She destroyed this family. She came in. She took all their money. She took all their resources. They, she took her their husband. She made sure that their husband only spent time with her children. She turned him into a, a monogamous, from a polygamous to a monogamous, yeah. and left all of these broken hearts, not just the wives, but the children. Um, I mean, and it's been said by Peyton and other children that in Vegas, Cody was never around anyway. They hardly saw their father. He was right. always at Robin's house. So um, she did this, you know, and she owes them something. She owes... They should sue her for damages. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Hell yeah. If they're going to lawyer up and sue anybody, it should be Robin. That's awesome. Yeah, they should. Okay, so... Let's, let's keep going. Let's keep going. Awesome. Okay, so I just heard the part of the interview where Peyton brings up working at the strip club. Yeah. How obnoxious. Okay, so I feel personally offended by this whole topic because, first of all, he's discussing things about his sibling, Leon, who has transitioned, used to be Mariah, used to be female, has recently transitioned into, um, I don't know if they're transitioning fully. I know that they have a full mastectomy, so they no longer have breasts. They don't want to go by the name Mariah anymore. They choose Leo or Leon. And they had made a post on social media that they were going to Logan's wedding. And if anybody called them by she or her, that they were going to educate people, right? And Peyton goes on to say that Leo made this post for attention. And 
that they're mad because the the attention got diverted off of Leo onto him because he's working at a strip club. And if I'm seeing this correctly, um, Peyton likes the attention. Yeah. You know? uh, otherwise, he wouldn't be doing all these interviews. Right. He wouldn't be all over social media like he is. I mean, he clearly likes it. And the fact that he said he's trying, he's a bouncer at a strip club and he's been trying to get some of the girls to say yes to him, that's disgusting. Peyton, you're there to protect those girls, not to harass them. And uh, I'm surprised that you haven't been told that yet. So let me be the first to tell stay you. Stay in your lane, fool. Stay in your lane. They need to feel safe in somebody's presence while they're doing a very disgusting job and feeling degraded all day long. They don't need you, the person that's supposed to protect them walking to their walking them to their car or through the club to do the same thing that the patrons are doing, okay? You're there to, they pay you, they tip you out. They aren't tipping you out for you to hit on them. Just knock it off. Like, that's disgusting and disturbing, and I think it's foul. Absolutely. Okay, something else I wanted to touch base on that actually really blew my mind um, during this three-hour interview with Peyton is he said... That none of the kids were vaccinated when they were younger. Um, and a lot of them didn't get vaccinated until they were adults. This blew my mind. And particularly for one reason. And I'll get to that in one second. I think you all probably know where I'm heading with this. But at first I was like, how do they get away with this? And then I understood. Okay, so they most of them had home births. They're not under the care of a physician. So they didn't get those routine vaccines that all infants get, you know, for the first few months of their lives, starting from day one up to like six months, I think. Um, I mean, it's been a long time since my babies were little, so I don't remember the exact time frame, but it's something like that. I mean, I actually think it goes up the first three years of your life. Um, however... Okay, and they also did not go to public school. They went to their church's school, so it wasn't required for them to have this done in order to attend school. Let's fast forward to Vegas. Truly gets kidney failure. Her kidneys are 100% shutting down. There is a routine vaccine that all children have to get To fight against something called, and I believe this is how you pronounce it. If not, please don't laugh at me. But I think it's called pneumococcal disease. If you go to kidney.org, you can read about it. Um, And this is what it says. Infants and young children in the United States need to be protected against pneumococcal disease. In fact, they are routinely vaccinated for pneumococcal disease because it is part of the standard infant immunization schedule. Pneumococcal vaccine is also recommended for older children and adolescents with kidney disease, kidney failure, or organ transplant. Even if they received the vaccine as infants, if your child hasn't been vaccinated, talk to your doctor. Okay, I would not want to have been Cody or Christine at the ER with Truly explaining to those doctors there, no, I did not have my child vaccinated. Doctors get very cranky about this. And I know this firsthand because I waited some time after the first 
month or so of vaccines, I waited some time for my children to get the rest of their vaccinations. I got them for them. I did get them vaccinated, but I waited because I personally knew two people who had children, babies, infants. One of them died the day after getting their vaccines. The other one was in a coma. It's, it, it, I was terrified. And I would explain this to doctors. I'm sorry. I just want them to be a little bit older. So I know that they have the strength to fight off whatever you're putting inside their system. And I would get in arguments with doctors. They would treat me like I was the worst mother on the planet. I didn't care. I planned on getting them vaccinated, which I did. And I stood my ground because I was not going to be that parent, you know, wishing that I had waited because my child was either dead or in a coma. I know those are very rare cases, but who's to say it wouldn't have happened, right? So doctors don't like it when you don't vaccinate your children and they get pretty cranky with you. I could only imagine what the doctors had said to Christine and Cody with Truly being as old as she was and having kidney failure and not having any of her vaccinations. Like that would have been a very very uncomfortable conversation. I hope after that they decided, you know, we need to vaccine our, or vac get our kids vaccinated. Also, and this is another thing that really bothers me about this. Okay. Robin and Cody were on this kick about truly not being able to catch COVID because she was quote unquote high risk. I, I cannot believe that I have done all this to save you, to save Truly. I'm sorry, but she was high risk for any disease on this planet if she wasn't vaccinated. Same with all the children. High risk for any disease that exists on this freaking, well, at least in this country, because to travel outside of the country, you have to get vaccinated, but... Any disease that exists within the United States, all of your children are high risk for those diseases because you didn't vaccinate them. Like, what on earth? I mean, have their, have your kids even had chicken pox if they haven't been vaccinated for them? Because you know what happens when you get chicken pox as an older person? It can kill you. That's terrible. And all these diseases can kill you. But chickenpox just happens to be extremely, you know, contagious, which is why I brought that up. But listen, I I honestly cannot swallow this COVID shit, this COVID rules and these COVID protocols and this COVID nonsense after hearing that he didn't vaccinate any of his kids. And when I finally get sick from COVID... God, that was a death-like experience. He doesn't care if they get sick. If he cared, he would have given them the medical attention that they needed. And you know what? I know why he didn't do it. It's because he never had medical insurance on his children. 18 children, lots of vaccinations to pay for, super expensive. So let's just risk their lives and not take them in, you know, to get the vaccine and you know, we'll save a few bucks so we can buy more flour and eggs for the pantry. I don't know. You know, like, I just don't understand the logic here. 
when it comes to these children's health, I do not believe that Cody ever really gave a damn. If he had, he would have vaccinated all of his children when they were young. Like, he was vaccinated, I'm sure. I'm sure he was, 101%. And 101%, all of these mothers were vaccinated before they got pregnant, at least, right? Like, what the fuck? What in the actual... I, I'm just shocked. I cannot believe he went on such a rampage about COVID-19 and the risk of COVID-19 and all of these protocols when A, he wouldn't even vaccinate his children for COVID-19 and he never even vaccinated his children for chicken pox, smallpox, all of the pox out there, all of the diseases that should not exist any longer because there's vaccinations for them and if everybody got vaccinated for them, these diseases would go away. But no, there's idiots like these people that don't vaccinate their children so these diseases keep living. And for COVID-19 to be the reason, his reason for not seeing his children when he didn't even vaccinate his children from day one, this man is a, he's evil. He's pure evil. His lies have just been blown out into the open. He can no longer hide behind his quote unquote protecting his family. I've got 18 months being persecuted by my own family for trying to protect them soapbox that he's been on for I don't know the last three seasons two seasons he can't hide behind that anymore because he's never wanted to protect his family from anything otherwise he would have vaccinated his goddamn children okay and so now Peyton we have all heard this it's been all over the internet even if you didn't watch the three-hour um, interview lots of news and podcasts and YouTubers have covered this. Peyton accused Mary of child abuse. So this is what he had to say. So when you hear the stories of like, you know, Mary being abrasive and um, when you guys were in a big giant house together in, in Utah, right? Like, so that's all true. That Mary was like kind of just mean. Abrasive and kind of mean are not strong enough words. <gasps> They are not aggressive enough words. Mary was not nice. Earlier it was said that um, it, it's theorized that Mary was abrasive and something else. And I said that those two words were not harsh enough and not advanced enough. Abrasive is not enough of a word to explain what Mary was to a few of us children specifically. Does it move past verbal or? Oh, it moves so far past verbal. Verbal not basically stopped existing. More. We were never safe around her. Did your Did your dad know that? Not for several years. I will never hate Robin because she opened several eyes. She opened several eyes. And because of that, I will never hate her. After having experienced negative relationship, she knew how to find other negative relationships. Robin probably saved several of our lives. Not definitely, but very maybe. I don't talk to her ever. Most of us don't. There's a couple that do. Her daughter and Gwendolyn. Okay, so that's what Peyton had to say about Mary's abuse allegations. Gwendolyn has in the past fired back at Peyton for his 
interviews, the things he says. She's, you know, she's been on her Patreon saying don't encourage him. It just keeps him going, blah, 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 blah. However, she did respond to the abuse allegations in uh, in a chat on her Patreon and where a fan did ask her, you know, can you respond or give us a video about these abuse allegations? And she did respond and she said that Mary was scary when she was little, but she had only seen her violent one time. Um, so this, her story is a little bit close to what Peyton's saying. Peyton makes it sound like it's a lot more and Gwen kind of makes it sound like it's less. McKelty, however, did come out with a video, and this is what she had to say about it. I'm speaking on my own personal experiences and opinion of Mary Brown. I don't want to discount my siblings' experience with experiences with her, though. I don't remember Mary ever being physically abusive to me. She was very emotionally and verbally abusive to all of us when we were younger until I think we got old enough and she stopped because, I don't know, we were able to fight back or something, I guess. We were just too old for her to continue. So the first thing I want to point out about this video is she says, I don't ever remember her being physically abusive to me. And she kind of stresses that. I don't know what she means by this. I don't know if she witnessed physical abuse with somebody else. Um, and she does say, I don't want to discredit any of my siblings experiences. So it's kind of cryptic. And I, I'm a little concerned that maybe some stuff, physical stuff did happen. The other thing I want to point out is she, she doesn't remember Robin coming in and saving the day like Peyton does. Um, she just thinks, you know, because they got old enough to, you know, really voice what was happening, that Mary stopped doing what she was doing. Um, I, you know, I really wish Mary could speak to these allegations. I know she kind of did on her birthday, but she didn't really come right out and say any, anything like, you know, specific. Um, but, you know, I really, okay, there's an episode where you see her yelling at the kids and the camera follows her. She didn't think the camera was following her, but she was just yelling at the kids because they weren't treating Robin's kids kindly. You know, if that's what these kids were experiencing, if that was the extent of what Mary was doing, I mean, my gosh, I got yelled at by my parents. I even got spanked by my parents. So I don't know what these kids are considering trauma and I don't want to discredit what they went through either. But I'm, you know, if that is what happened, then, you know, God bless you, Mary, and I'm sorry. But if it is more, if there's a lot more to this, then I'm glad they're speaking out and they're telling the truth. I've always been taught there's my side, your side, and somewhere in the middle is the truth. I don't know what's happening here. I don't have eyes on the situation I know that Christine has come out and said that she will never be friends with Mary again. She did an interview with E.T. and this is what she had to say in that interview. And as for Peyton's mom, Christine, we know she no longer has a relationship with her former sister wife. I won't really be having that much to do with Mary so much. You know, I wish her the best. I wish her all the happiness in the world, of course. And whatever she needs, I hope she gets that. I just don't see that there's a friendship for us. It's funny because they're all kind of saying the same thing. I wish you 
love and happiness and all the best in the future. Um, but they're not really being super specific. And so, but Christine, you know, it seems that her kids maybe got the brunt of this. I haven't heard any of the other children speak out about it. I certainly haven't heard Leon say anything about it. I would think if anybody got the brunt of any of this, it would have been Leon because Leon was with um, Mary all the time, right? And Leon seems to be a very beautiful human being, uh, doesn't seem to be traumatized by their mother. They have a great relationship with their mother. So it's it's a little confusing. I'm, I'm just a little confused. Um, but, you know, the fact that McKelty is like, she'll never be part of my life. She'll never be part of my children's lives. Christine is saying the same thing. Um, her husband, Tony, even said this. Listen here. I never interacted with Mary very much. You know, I never, I've never had in-depth conversations with her. Um, I've never hung out with her very much. So I, I really can only form my opinion from, you know, very little and from what McKelty tells me. I know that she has not been so nice and has hurt McKelty in the past. And I tend to not like people that hurt my wife. I wish her the best. I hope she finds happiness now that she's single, I guess. Uh, you know, everyone deserves to be happy, no matter who you are. So Tony doesn't even really know Mary. He's, he doesn't have anything to really base his opinion off of, except for what McKelty has told him. Clearly, McKelty has said enough to him that has caused him to not want to be a part of her life either. But he's never witnessed anything you know with his own eyes he never saw this happen so you know it's a little interesting that they're all just kind of saying stuff but not really saying stuff like there's really no proof behind the pudding I guess you know it's kind of interesting that they're saying like oh Mary did this and traumatized me and blah 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 and then her husband is now backing her on that which she should that's a great husband you should back your wife you should always put your wife first. You should always stand behind her, even if she's wrong. I'm not saying she's wrong here, but I'm not saying she's right either. But here, here's what else she had to say. Um, I honestly think I got the brunt of it. I think that, and my siblings have told me multiple times that they think that I did receive the worst that she gave. However, I think that we were all affected by her. Um, now, as adults, her and I do both sell LuLaRoe, which is a clothing company. Um, so from time to time, in the professional sense, we do cross each other. We don't really interact, but we're cordial. She's not, nor will she ever be, part of my life, nor my, my husband's or my kids' lives because of the uh, trauma I've experienced as a child growing up. So she does say that they're cordial, they work, they both sell LuLaRoe, they cross paths professionally, but she will never be part of her or her children's lives because of the trauma that she experienced from her. So clearly um, something happened and her siblings have told her that she got the worst of it, which I'm curious, what what happened? I want to know. Curious minds want to know. Only because, first of all, if she did abuse these children, like that's not acceptable. Number two, Christine, why did you not, I mean, why did Robin step in and not Christine? That's the biggest question here. Um, I don't understand that logic at all. I don't. If, if I was in a situation 
where there were other people around mothering my children and one of them was being abusive, boy, what I would have, I would have put a stop to that ASAP. So I'm a little curious why Robin was the one to save the day and not Christine. I, I don't know why Peyton is remembering it that way. I don't know why Christine didn't intervene if, if this really was happening. And if Cody didn't know about it for several years, why didn't he do something about it when he did know? And that brings me to another topic. Remember when him and Mary were in therapy and he said that he couldn't be with her until she mended relationships with some of the older children. I'm wondering if he was referring to McKelty and um, Christine's kids. You know, it's it's curious. I'm just very curious. There's a lot of questions here, a lot of unanswered questions. I'm sure we all have them. But then she also goes on to say how she's grateful that her father finally put an end to this relationship with Mary. So this is what she said about that. I think that it is really good that her and my dad came forward and decided to completely end their relationship because it just means that both parties can move forward in a more positive light. Okay, so McKelty bringing up that she thinks it's good that her dad finally let go of Mary um, so they can both move forward in a positive light brings me to their Cody and Mary's post that happened on Instagram um, right around the same time that Peyton did his interview and came out with the abuse allegations. Mary wanted to post publicly that their relationship was over if you listen to what she said to Suki in the tell-all um, because I think she just really found out then and there that Cody just doesn't want to work on their relationship and it's over and he's decided. So let's just publicly announce it so we can move on, right? Um, Cody said he didn't want to because he didn't want that judgment. I think there's more to it than that. And I'll tell you why in just a moment. But this is what Mary said in the interview with Suki. I said to him, Ben, if that's where we are, don't you think that we should address that publicly? And he said, no, I don't want to address it. I don't want to address it. I don't want that to be out there publicly because I don't want that judgment. Okay, so that's what she said, and she said that Cody said it was because he didn't want to be judged, but I think it has to do with storyline. I think somebody leaked a story that they're currently filming, and that's what led to the public post that they both put on their Instagram, which says, in light of a recent unapproved press release, we feel compelled to share our own truth in our own way and in our own timing. After more than a decade of working on our relationship in our own unique ways, we have made the decision to permanently terminate our marriage relationship. During this process, we are committed to kindness and respect towards each other and to all members of our family. And we are also committed to the continued healing of any and all relationships within the family so that we can move forward with forgiveness, grace, and love. In kindness, Mary and Cody. Mary also made a comment below um, this post, um, and this is what it said. Last month's article by the Reputable People magazine, and she put reputable in quotation marks, kind of like she's being sarcastic. 
um, People Magazine quoting me saying that I had confirmed, and that's in quotation marks as well, that Cody and I had separated was a complete lie. The information, content, and timing was inaccurate. So the information, content, and timing was inaccurate. I think that has to do with filming. And was based on a highly edited version of events that had been filmed months prior. So there it is. It's highly edited version of film that was made months prior. So in the months since the taping of those interviews, Cody and I have had many open and honest discussions that have led to our announcement today. There's so much more to be told about this story and I assure you, my truth will be told. So it's coming, you guys. It's in, it's been filmed. It says it there. She's going to tell her truth. It's, it's going to be shown next season, I'm sure. Um, there's much more to be told about this story. And I assure you, my truth will be told. But for now, know that there is peace in my heart. And I hold no animosity towards Cody. I am not and pray that I will never be in a place where I will enjoy making or seeing you make rude and demeaning comments about him. So please, everybody, be nice. <laughs> uh, that doesn't apply to this podcast. You likely will have a range of emotions and opinions and this news and about this news and want to offer comments. In doing so, please be considerate of the fact that we are real people with real lives and real emotions. Please try to refrain from congratulating me at the breakup of my marriage. I value the relationship I had and look forward to stepping into 2023 and my future with grace, kindness, and power. Okay, so, and there's, oh, it says, step into kindness with me, put positive energy out into the world, worthy up, exclamation point. Okay, so putting positive energy into the world. This is where I'm going to go with that. We all saw it coming. Okay. I'm not going to congratulate her on the end of her marriage. I think it's, it's sad that she hung on for as long as she did. I'm happy that she's moving on. Um, but the other thing I want to bring to light here is after the abuse allegations, and I posted this on my TikTok, you actually see Mary posing in a picture with Logan and Hunter. Um, she's in Las Vegas and she ran into Logan and Hunter and she hung out with them for a little while and she posted a picture of her and him together. Or I'm sorry, her and them together. And I think that's important because we have Christine's kids coming out saying she's abusive and then we have Janelle's kids just kind of hanging out and posing with her. Um, and they're not saying anything publicly thus far about Mary and how she, how Mary treated them. Maybe Mary just had an issue with Christine and she took it out on Christine's children? Question mark? Big question mark. I'll have to do a little more digging. Okay, so it just seems like it's just Christine's kids saying stuff at this point. I know that um, Madison had posted stuff or what I hear, she posted stuff on Twitter. Um a few years back, you know, her and Mary kind of got into an altercation about LuLaRoe and um, apparently Madison posted some stuff on Twitter about how Mary was abusive, but then she took it all down and I, I think she deleted the account or something. I don't know. I would like to see these posts. But the thing I still can't wrap my head around is if 
this was happening, why Christine and Janelle didn't intervene. If I was in a situation where there were other people mothering my children and one of them was even remotely unkind to my kids, I would have completely intervened and had Cody intervene, right? Or the my husband, whatever. You know, I can't imagine these women putting up with it. I know that Mary had a hard time having the kids go through her, like in the house in Lehigh, she had a hard time with the kids going through her home to get downstairs to Christine's house. So she made them go outside. And apparently this was a huge inconvenience, but I am on Mary's side with this. Just because she had a little pathway to Christine's door um, doesn't mean that the kids had free reign of that, right? Like that's Mary's space. That was her autonomy in this situation. You know, Janelle had her autonomy. Christine had her autonomy. Why they couldn't understand that Mary wanted hers, I don't get. Um, Maybe Mary was pretty abrasive, as they say, about setting the boundary. I'm not sure. But I still kind of just, I have a hard time believing that if this was happening, that Christine would not have protected her kids and let Cody know what was happening so he could, you know, put a stop to it. And if it was happening to Janelle's kids, I I just know that Janelle would have said at least something to Cody about it. So I don't know. I just, I'm having a hard time believing that it was as traumatic as some of these kids are saying. I just don't get, like, I, I don't see it. I just don't see it. And if Robin came in, and put it in these kids' heads that Mary was traumatizing them and abusing them, that's pretty nasty and foul. Just because somebody yells at you or sets a boundary with you does not mean that they are abusive. Now, we've all seen Mary's crazy behavior. I've posted it on TikTok. She can go from 0 to 100 pretty fast, and it's uncomfortable to watch. But it's not, I don't see that as being traumatizing. And Mariah or Leon is a very beautiful human. I just don't see if if anybody was going to get the brunt of it, it would have been Leon. And Leon does not seem to be traumatized by Mary. Um, even, you know, watching the show, she seemed pretty, you know, well put together and just a great person. You know, I know they're not going to show the nasty and negative stuff on camera, but she seemed to be probably one of the most stable kids out of that whole family. Her and um, Aspen were the, when I watched the show, her and Aspen seemed to be the most stable. So I just, I, I don't know. I would think if anybody would get the brunt of it, it would have been Leon. And um, I I know that Mary had some things to McKelty about her clothing in the past, but I don't, I don't know. I just don't see that as being traumatizing. So if Robin came in and painted a picture in these kids' heads, that something was happening that wasn't, that is just evil. That is beyond evil. Okay, and so one of the last things I want to cover, Christine Brown just announced this about 17 hours ago that she has a new exclusive boyfriend. Yay! Applause, applause. I've had an applause sound button. I would be hitting that right now. I am so happy for her. She says he's loving kind, great with truly, and pictures are to come soon. So I'm excited to see what this guy looks like. I hope he doesn't have like physical features that look like Cody. I hope he's like the exact opposite of Cody Brown. Sounds like he is personality wise, which is great. 
You know, she's been looking for somebody that really truly cared about her children. And that's been one of the biggest complaints about Cody is he does not spend time with his children. It sounds like this man is stepping up and doing a great job. So congratulations, Christine. We are so happy for you. I realized I didn't get to cover everything I wanted to cover in this podcast. It kind of went really long. So um, there will be a part two coming to go over this stuff that I didn't touch base on. And sorry, Josh couldn't join us at the end here. But like I said, this went really long. But I love you guys. Thanks for tuning in and peace. Thank you.